Hi, and welcome back. This is Shayla, and you are now listening to Vanity Talks. Um, so my last couple episodes, they were kind of fun. Um, the episode on creativity was kind of like my favorite thing to talk about, because um, I think that it's always very interesting to take a look back where things kind of like might have trailed off a little bit. And it's interesting to see like where I am in that process. Um, and then the news episode, it just really let me know how out of touch I am with like how people date and do things now. Um, and it was just fun to kind of talk about and like have some fun and, you know, really talk about something that's like relevant. Um, so what I want to talk about today is I want to talk about how do you sustain adult friendships? Um, and I think there's something to be said about like adult friendships and adult relationships. Not relationships in like the intimate or like sexual space, but like just your true friendships. Um, and a lot of times we don't really understand why things fall off in like some of our relationships. Um, so let's dive deep and look at like what adult relationships or adult friendships look like. So I myself have maybe three or four like really good friends um I talk to them kind of constantly when life gets hard they're kind of like the first phone calls that I make um and I heard this interesting quote like a while ago you know how you scrolling through and like it really like resonated with me that like you don't get to choose your family you stuck with them motherfuckers but you get to choose your friends so it's a privilege if I have chosen you to be my friend real deep like if you really think about it I chose you to be a part of my life and I don't think that people really understand that it is a privilege that I am granting you to be a part of my life and vice versa when you say oh like I'm your friend like to me that means something and it means that like there is a certain due diligence I have to do to sustain my relationship with you and vice versa so sometimes in your friendships there are going to be things that like you have to do like there's going to be a time where you're going to be the giver in the relationship and you're going to be the taker and you don't necessarily know how to you don't know when when your season's going to come when you have to be a giver and a taker but you have to understand in order to sustain this relationship there are going to be the famous catchphrase peaks and valleys like there have been times in some of my relationships where my friends have needed more from me than I have needed from them. And then on the other cap on the other side of that, they have needed more from more from me than I'm confused. <laughs> you know what I'm you get what I'm saying. Um but you have to understand that like that is the nature of a relationship. It's like an even flow. And sometimes it's kind of heavy when you're on the giving side because you may have to give a lot more to sustain that relationship. Um, there are also different kinds of friends. Like I know that like a lot of times in some of my friendships that like, I am one of the strong friends. Like I know that like a lot of times I'm looked to for guidance. And then like, I have a best friend who he is my strong friend. Like he is strong. Like when shit gets thick, like I can always reach out to him and he going to hit me with the heavy. Like, it's going to be real talk all motherfucking day. No fuss, no muss. But two, we have to understand that with our strong friends, we have to do our due diligence to make sure that we are emotionally available for our strong friends. We have to make sure 
that they are okay, that they are getting the same out of our relationship together. And it's really interesting that a lot of times we forget that. It's like, oh, he'll be okay because he's strong. Oh, she'll be fine because she always got her shit together. No. For your friends that seem so put together, that have all their shit together, let me be very fucking clear. They have their moments too. Sometimes they just need somebody to check on them. Sometimes they just need a phone call. They have the same fears and anxieties. The difference is they are so in their head about it that they won't discuss it and they don't want to bring it up because they have constantly had to be in a place to take care of themselves and you as well. So just be mindful of if you have very strong friends, take a little bit of time and just really check on them. Don't take every motherfucking thing from them. Be a giver sometimes. Damn. Yeah, I'm a little bit passionate about that because like I have a couple friends who have been very strong and I had to like really reflect and see if like I had always done my best to be the best person. And I can honestly say there have been some times where I fell off. Um, I was wondering like what people think about like enacting like some type of like, I don't know, like, you know, like you can send a text message, an email, you can Facebook, DM, and like all those different things. And like, I was really thinking about like, what's a way to reach out to my friends and like really show them that I care. Well, of course, it took me back to like writing old school letters with all of this crazy shit in the world. How nice would it be if you went to the fucking mailbox and got your mail and you like, bill, bill, bill. And like your best bitch or your good Judy sent you a card or something in the mail just saying thinking of you I know how excited I get when I get little packages in the mail or little trinkets and things like that like it literally like makes my day it changes how I feel like I love ordering like little small shit on Amazon because it's like it's raining presents it's like Christmas every day but think about it in terms of like our friendships like if you sent your best friend a card or your favorite cousin who's like your best friend I have one of those a card how do you think how impactful would that be to your relationship? Like doing the actual work to like sustain the race relationship. Adult friendships, them shits is hard work. Like them shits is super difficult. They're mad frustrating. Like you have to figure out what each person needs because like it's not a sexual relationship. It's a relationship built off two, two individuals that have similar interests. Um, that have formed like some bond. I don't know if anybody has seen that movie, All the To All the Boys That I Love, part two. Um, there's this Korean phrase, and I'm not correct on how to pronounce it. It's called Jung. And it's basically like that you're connected to someone or you're bonded with someone, regardless of like the circumstances. So like when I think of friendships, I think of them like that way. No matter what happens, we will always have some type of connection. So how do we maintain them as adults? Well, you have to do the due diligence. You have to do the work. You have to call and check on your friends. You need to spend time with your friends and you need to make sure that like when your friend has like an issue, you really can't be friends if I can't come to you and be like, bitch, I'm mad at you. Me and my best friend, we have this famous saying, we can get into it any day of the week. Bitch, we still gonna be girlfriends tomorrow. Like that is something trusted, true, and like whatever. Me and my best friend, 
and all of my best friends have this this kind of thing regardless of how bad how mad like whatever when shit go left regardless of what happened we know that we're still going to be friends it has to be like something life altering where like we can't come back from it like money is not one of those things like you know like whatever but when there is a specific issue I can call my friend and be like you know um what you said yesterday really upset me and two like you have to understand how your friends move my best friend call him my brother (laughs) he understands me in a manner like when I get mad I just really want to be mad and I remember being out at the bar and drinking and catching a fit and I remember sitting at the bar throwing a tantrum because I really wanted to be fucking mad and we was with our other friend and they was like well go over there and check on her and he was like ain't nobody going to go check on that bitch and I was like when I tell the story it sounds so crazy but my friend know me enough to know that like that bitch just need to sit over there and be mad and then calm down and then we can go on with the rest of our night. I sat for a few minutes. I stood and like I and I don't even remember what I was mad about. But this situation is so it just was so eye opening for me that like we hadn't been friends long. But he understood me enough to know that like she needs to be mad. Whatever she mad about, she will calm down and she will come back. And from that moment, I knew that this was going to be like a lifelong friend because no one else has ever given me the space to really be mad. Like sometimes you just really need to be mad and be upset. I'm not going to do anything. I mean, I might have like if the wrong person came up to me at the bar at that time, I might have slapped the taste out their mouth. But, you know, Jesus was on my side and that didn't happen. But sometimes you do just want to stew and fester and be mad. But like, because my friend understood me as a person, he know how to handle me and vice versa. Like when my best friend get mad, he might call me and be like, sis, I need to talk. Okay. And he finna go off and go left and whatever. He needs the space to exhaust that feeling, that emotion to get it off himself. So really understanding the relationship. And even if it said me, we could go back and forth. We could cut up and go off and like whatever. But at the end of it, being able to have that conversation makes us stronger. It it keeps that bond going. I have a friend at work and I love her to pieces. And I thought that like I was coming in trying to like help her and manage the day and take the stress away. So from, and it's the perception. The perception is that like she's had a frustrating day when I got there. And so the way that I kind of like tried to jump in and navigate it was kind of crazy. And her perception of the situation was that like I was trying to protect someone else. And all in all, what I thought I was doing was trying to protect my friend. Long story short, my girlfriend, we have a conversation about it at work. And I'm like, I feel like you mad. And she was like, well, I am mad. And I was like, oh. But I respected her so much more because she came all the way correct and like checked me about like how I handled her. And she told me I ain't like being handled like that. It made me feel like you was trying to protect him and this, that, and the other. And I was like, no, I thought that you're, you know, like I had to like see it, how it looked. I, I misplayed my hand. But because she's my friend and she understand me and I understand her, we we are fine. It ain't nothing that she can't say to me. It ain't nothing that I can't say to her that like we can't get past. 
So making sure that like when you are in a friendship that is rewarding to you, do your do your work. Take care of your friends. Call your friends. Have those conversations. Go on trips with your friends. I went on a trip with my best friend twice. The funnest trips I'd ever had. I went on another trip with my friend to New York. Best time of my life. My best friend drove all the way out here to pick me up for my 40th birthday. Yes, bitches, I am 40. Picked me up for my 40th birthday. That road trip back to St. Louis was so much fun. So you have to understand the type of friendships that you have and you have to put in the work, like do the work because those relationships mean something because you invested your time in that person. Make sure that if you are the strong friend, make sure you speaking up to your friends and saying, hey, like I can't take what you got going on. Like I need a minute to like process some shit in my life. And like, I'm not going to be, it ain't that you stepping away, but you do have to take care of yourself and understand that when your strong friend comes to you and say, Hey, I need a minute. You give them that space. They'll come back around. If you that friend that's a little bit on the softer side or introverted side, make sure that if you, the other, you, the reciprocant in that party, make sure that your friends know that you care. And please check on your introverted friends. Like, please check on them. Like, with all this stuff going on, their fears and their anxieties might be amplified or magnified. So make sure that you're really reaching out and taking care of each other. This is, like, the craziest time to be alive. I ain't gonna say it's the craziest time because there's other way, way crazier shit than this. But, like, for me, like, in my lifetime, I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is this? But this is one of those times where, like, you really need to... Talk to those people. Call those people that you've been meaning to call. Talk to those Talk to those cousins, those relatives. Don't just be Facebook friends. Really have conversations because you never know. You might find out that like you really mean something to somebody else. And it might just, it, you, might, you, you might change somebody's life. So I know this sounds a little crazy, but sustaining adult relationships, they take a lot of work. They take a lot of work. But I feel like it's worth it. Like for me to go through my 30s, I wouldn't change shit about my 30s. The good, the bad, the ugly, like none of it. I mean, I might change a couple things because <laughs> some of the shit was pretty tragic. But um, to really think about like the relationships that came out of that. I can honestly tell you, I made a friend in my 30s and when I sent my daughter off to college, I needed someone to pick her up and take her up to the airport pick her up from the airport and take her to that college. I hadn't talked to my good friend as frequently as I wanted or needed to or should have. But when I made that phone call, I was like, hey, do you think you could take this time to go pick my baby up and drop her off so she can do her college tour because I can't come with her because life is happening here. You know, without a hesitation, he did it. Took her up there, showed her around like every day. Those are friendships. You can count on somebody in a pinch. So if you have people like that in your life, people that you know at the drop of a hat will pick up anything and move for you, you make sure you reach out and talk to them in this time. I don't really have much to say. I feel like this don't really make no sense, but this is the fuck we going with today. So this is Shayla and this has been Vanity Talks. You can follow me on Instagram at Shayla's Vanity. 
You can also follow me on Snapchat at Shayla's Vanity. You can follow me on TikTok at Shayla's Vanity. And you can also email me your questions, different things you want to hear about, different topics, like whatever. Um, And my email is Shayla's Vanity at gmail.com. And I'm going to spell it out for you because you might spell my name with a Y. And that ain't how you spell this, Shayla. Um, It is S-H-A-E-L-A-V- Oh, wait a minute. That's wrong. S-H-A-E-L-A-S-V-A-N-I-T-Y at gmail.com. All right. We'll talk about some other shit later. I'll catch you guys later. Bye.